Kate requested that I do more on art. So Stephen Pressfield's book, The War of Art, is amazing. He describes the main principle force that comes against the artist as resistance. And so his book is about, you know, making something isn't just about a nice warm feeling settling in on you and then you make something. No, no, no. The artist lives in a war, in a battle, in a strenuous fight against all the forces that seem to distract and crush and decimate our ability to rise up each day and fulfill our vocation. It is a war. In one little page, he talks about drama drama, that if you're going to fulfill your calling in the world, you have to cut drama out of your life. Drama. Here's what he says. The working artist will not tolerate trouble in her life because she knows trouble prevents her from doing her work. The working artist banishes from her world all sources of trouble. Here's the next page. Creating soap operas in our lives is a form of resistance. Why put in years of work designing a new software interface when you can just get as much attention by bringing home a boyfriend with a prison record? And sometimes entire families participate unconsciously in a culture of self-dramatization. The kids fuel the tanks, the grown-ups arm the phasers, the whole starship lurches from one spine-tingling episode to another, and the crew knows how to keep it going. And if the level of drama drops below a certain threshold, someone jumps in to amp it up again. Dad gets drunk, mom gets sick, Janie shows up for church with an Oakland Raiders, tattoo and it's more fun than a movie and it works nobody gets a damn thing done as long as we allow drama people's drama your own self-indulgent victim drama or social media whatever the thing is but if you're going to get your calling done in the world you have to cut drama out of your life and sometimes that means cutting people who are drama out of your life i know christians aren't supposed to cut people out of our lives newsflash yes you are when jesus finds someone who is endless ceaseless drama and who does not want to actually make a clean break with their stuff to follow him instead and learn of him instead He has a hard line in the sand. It's his way or the highway. And you go, well, that doesn't sound like my Jesus. You need a biblical Jesus. Maybe your Jesus is meek and mild. He's a Hallmark card Jesus, not a Bible Jesus. The gospel, according to Mark, doesn't present a Hallmark card Jesus who is meek and mild. It presents a kick-butt Jesus who is mean and wild. He looks you in the face. He says, you have a greed problem. You're going to have to sell your possessions and give to the poor and then you'll have treasure in heaven and then you come follow me. And he leaves the man to walk away sad and he doesn't chase him down. And he doesn't tell him, hey, you know, I know your feelings are hurt, so let's soften the blow. Let's take baby steps. No, no, no. It's my way or the highway. You're either going to pursue this foolish nonsense or you're going to follow me. One or the other, it can't be both. Sometimes what passes for Christian ministry and love is actually just you getting sucked into a death triangle with someone who doesn't intend to change. And you think that if you just love them better, they're going to change. You're keeping them stuck by giving them just enough fuel to stay in that endless cycle without changing for the long haul. Lock your doors, cut them off, let them eat slop with the pigs until they come to their senses. Yeah, yeah. Cut drama out of your life so you can fulfill your calling. (laughs) Have a good day.